The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. You have chosen to exercise your free will and willingly and without coercion tune to The Open Door. We are the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we always invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. And I hope everybody can see this. Sid has a nice new shirt. <laughs> I do get them occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, yours was new once. <laughs> once upon a time it was, yes, yeah, indeed. Well, um, you know, one very obvious reason that you are listening to us today is because you are alive. I don't mean to be facetious in saying that, but for you to choose this opportunity to listen, you first had to be given the opportunity to live. And life is opportunity is our focus today. And we begin with this premise that God is life or life is God. And we'll go from there. And I would maybe just kick that off by saying, um, we often say here that the power that animates all life is God. So there's no separation between or among those various aspects of life that we recognize. And as we also often say, we are co-creators with God. So not only do we have life that imbues us and animates us, but we use it to create constantly. You know, I think I like to think back to Moses in the Old Testament when he told the Israelites, choose life. Mm-hmm. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? Because we know that all life is God. It comes from God. But Moses had to remind them to make that choice because, of course, they had free will. And you can choose death. And many in our culture choose death, not just through suicide, but by the way they live their lives. It's very like subtle forms of death, which they eventually, if you take them, extrapolate them out, will lead, perhaps not only to the physical death, but if you don't resurrect the soul, then even the soul is at risk. So choosing life is a choice. Even though God is all life, we must make that choice because he has given us free will. We can reject life if we want, but God is telling us, and Moses told us, choose life. You know, I think a lot of people probably recognize when they're squandering that God-given gift of life. You know, when they're kind of going sideways or uh, going into a tuck, you know, as we've said a couple of times, becoming comfortably numb. It's not hard to understand how people could perhaps choose to go into a kind of a sideways life where they are anesthetizing themselves with various things like drugs or sugar or whatever. But ultimately, I think they know in their soul and their heart that there's something else that they probably would choose to be doing. You know, some people choose these things for just recreational purposes, but I think most people choose it to get away from pain. In other words, the pain is so great in their souls, and they don't know what to do about it, whether it's a personal family one or just the loneliness of their soul or or losses or whatever. But people have pain, 
And because they don't know how to deal with it or perhaps are unwilling to deal with it, they look for escape. Yeah. And that escape may come through drugs, alcohol, you know, video games, I mean, whatever you can name. And it's a temporary surcease. At a certain point, we have to turn around and say, no, I'm going to choose life. With God's help, I'm going to face these challenges. I'm going to deal with this pain and hopefully, you know, be yeah. one step at a time. And that's your road back to really becoming all God wants you to be. And, and so we, we kind of go and re- refocus the thesis of today's show, which is equating life as opportunity. And we know that we've had many opportunities to make these choices, these free will choices. This life we are experiencing right now is another of those opportunities. And ultimately, the opportunities will lead to the reward, which is our ascension, the reuniting with the heart of God, with our source. So the opportunity is golden. It is not something that we should ever, you know, when we know better, we do better, as you often say, Sid. And that life is opportunity, and the opportunity is one to ascend. You know, um, the uh, the opportunity to choose life, life and anti-life, seem like a real black and white situation, but there's a lot of subtlety to yeah, this. A lot of gray area. A lot of gray area in life. I mean, we could talk about that maybe later on. Yeah, it's a, you know, Paul says, I die daily, and he was referring, of course, to his human consciousness. But many people make the choice to die daily, literally die daily through their lifestyle choices, whether it's diet, and again, we mentioned alcohol, drugs, marijuana, uh, whatever it is, squandering the life force for the misuse of the sacred fire. It's really, you know, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. Right. You know, you're guaranteeing it, you right. know, because you're making so many choices for death. And we can begin to make choices for life. Now, is, is a, sin of, uh, a sin of omission, is that a death choice, uh, a very subtle death choice then? Well, if you don't take care of your body, yeah. you know, you're going to lose it at some point. Well, I mean, that's chemistry. And the masters often say ignorance is no excuse. Right. You know, we have opportunity to know the law, and we want to make sure that we not uh, we don't mean to point fingers at anybody. We've all been down these paths. No reason to do various lengths of time. <laughs> that confession time. Tom. You will, you know. I mean, I think the, the truth is that these are things that are subtle attractions or subtle temptations. They're things that we experience every day, and they are supported in our society. They are supported well, in our culture. If you look at watch a football game or a baseball game, you think that beer made society go around. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You know, I just want to say something, if I may. You know, before I found the teaching of Center Masters, I'd have an occasional beer or a glass of wine and so forth. What's the harm? Mm. But once I understand the teaching behind it, it's not that it's a sin. It's because it blocks the flow of light in my body. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I don't want to block the flow of light in my body. I don't need those things. So it's, right. not just, don't, it's not just a list of don'ts. It's understanding why. And again, you'll choose life if you understand why. And again, we go back to opportunity. It's the opportunity to choose. We have free will. We can choose anything we want, and we have the God-given right to do so. Yeah, anyway, um, I was just remembering, thank you for reminding me, Terry. Yeah. Um, we wanted to play a very special um, dictation, a portion of a dictation for you today on this subject of life. This is from the Blessed Mother, by the way, and we don't do this very often, so this is kind of a treat. Um, we're going to put this uh, excerpt in two different pieces, and we're going to be playing the first one coming up in about a minute. So I want you to please uh, you know, tune into this, pay attention. It's an absolutely beautiful beautiful dictation and message. And then we'll play the second half of that excerpt in segment two coming up after a break. So maybe without any further ado, why don't we just go there? Because this sets the table for what we're talking about today in a very beautiful way. So here is the Blessed Mother. My beloved sons and daughters, I am grateful to be with you. I am grateful that you can listen 
to the whisperings of my heart and that you can know the path with me. For I have never left any one of you, even as I stood by my son. All the way to Golgotha, I stand by you and I am there when you are on the cross and when you are taken down from the cross. You have not been taught that the fourteen stations of the cross are for you to walk also. In this hour it is not the Christ who is crucified, but the woman and her seed who are tormented by fallen angels who move about in earth bodies, tormenting woman, tormenting her child. Yes, I am here to walk with you. The soul of both man and woman is feminine, and the bridegroom Christ who is your divine spouse, is masculine. So know then that the soul of each and every one of you is mutable and becomes immutable by love, by light, by glory, by self-giving. Therefore know the way of the bearing of the cross of world karma. You now bear the cross of your own karma, you have become accustomed to its weight, and sometimes you are not comfortable in that weight, and so you can surfeit yourself in music that is dissonant, in drugs or alcohol or anything that will silence the burden of the soul and the weight of karma, if to but escape for a night, and then to take up again in the reality of the day, whatever is your calling. I, then, am the mothering of your soul. The Divine Mother in the earth is the great need of the hour. Each one of you can be a portion of myself. The Divine Mother is universal, and therefore millions of legions of my angels respond to the prayers of all people to the divine mother she the great goddess call her what you will configure her according to any of your religious paths the mother is the word the great shakti of brahman the mother does go forth there is such a profound need for mothering and nurturing Mothers of the world, fathers of the world, I speak to you. Your children need you every hour. They need not so much of the goods of this world and material things that you work and work to the neglect of the moments of tenderness and caring and intimacy with your children. Do not harm them any more. Do not harm them any more than has been done to you or your own soul or inner child in this age of materialism and of neglect of that oneness of mother and child in the protection and under the arm of the Blessed Father. Let the Holy Family be the sign of the Aquarian Age. Let tenderness be the mark of your being. And when you meet souls who are hollowed out, and individuals who have no caring, no tenderness, 
and the fire is even gone out, know that so often this comes from the abandonment of that child at some level, the emotional level, the spiritual level, the physical level. And in that abandonment, the candle of identity is snuffed out and think how many are behind bars because they have committed crimes, because it is the only way they know to get their mother's attention. Well, I tell you one and all, they have my attention. My attention is on them. And I ask you to pray for those who have come out of dysfunctional homes and families and this dysfunction being carried from the fathers to the sons to the generations from long ago past. How shall the world be healed unless some say, I will turn this thing around. I will invoke the violet flame and the Holy Spirit. I will accept my healing. I will pursue that therapy. I will resolve the schisms in my psyche. And I will come to the point of wholeness. I will stop the generations of abandonment and I will nurture life. I have no greater calling than to restore to every part of life the gentle, gentle communication of the mother. I am here. I have returned. I am with you. I am not afar off. These are the words of the Divine Mother. Yes, indeed. These are the, the words of the Divine Mother. I am here. I'm with you. We're going to take a short break. Please stay with us. We'll play excerpt number part two of what you've just begun to hear. So please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. 
Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you very much for staying with us. Welcome back. Today we're talking about life as opportunity, and for those of you who are with us for our first segment, we heard an excerpt from a a dictation by the Blessed Mother on life, and I hope that um, you are able to listen to this entire segment to this coming up in a few minutes, because it really is a beautiful message. We want to make sure it's clear that the Blessed Mother, who is the Queen of the Angels and an angel herself, is not simply recognized as Mary in the Western Orthodoxy, but this is a, a global well, there is. There's, if you look at Hinduism, of course, the presence of the mother in Hinduism is very profound. Mm-hmm. And so I think what Mother Mary was telling us before, you know, you can choose to honor the mother in any way you want. Um, you know, I was raised a Protestant, so I, didn't ha- I don't have a Catholic background. But when I was interested to con- introduce the concept of Mother Mary as an ascended master, I mean, I was thrilled because the con- everyone, who doesn't love the mother? Mm-hmm. The nurturing of the mother, the care for the mother. And sometimes I feel more comfortable telling you know, Mother Mary, my problems, you know, because she's got to be more understanding, right? She's a mother. <laughs> but, you know, honoring the mother in whatever way you deem appropriate. And, of course, we honor her through the rosary, which is a little different than the Catholic rosary. But it's, it's truly a, a comfort and brings a tremendous peace. Even if she talked about being tender with your children, you know, be tender with your soul, too. Indeed. And, you know, without making any attempt or effort to pull any punches, of course, we're referring sometimes obliquely, and we'll now refer directly, to abortion. Because abortion is the aborting of a divine plan. And this is where we often refer to the, the opportunity issue. This is where the opportunity the soul has, as we've said many times, to make an ascension, to make the soul's ascension and achieve immortality. Without the opportunity for life, the soul doesn't have a chance. And, you know, I think it, it what, and we'll talk about this later, too, in sections three and four, I think, but it's, it puts this, everything in a different context mm-hmm. because how you approach the subject of abortion depending on the, the context you're coming from. And we'll even talk about how, you know, the, the so-called pro-choice people, what pro-choice, what their perspective is. We'll talk about the traditional Christianity. And then when you hear the ascended master's perspective, it illumines the entire subject. It does indeed. And again, we go back to the fact that this is an opportunity to fulfill your reason for being. You know, uh, a, a number of years ago, I read something that was very profound and very simple. The only difference between a soul aborting in the womb and one that's been born is time and nutrition. <laughs> and that's the only thing that makes me different today from who I was a year ago. And we recognize the spark of life as being at the point of conception. Yeah. Yes. Not at some later point in the development of the fetus. Right. But, you know, we don't want to come across as experts on this subject either. What we have is our, our belief 
in the sanctity of life. And no, no and condemnation of anyone. Absolutely not. But illumination allows us to make the right choices. And on that note, uh, why don't we now play segment two, excerpt two from this uh, dictation. So go ahead and uh, turn that on, please. I am a mother among the heavenly hosts. And as you know, I am called Queen of Angels. In that office, I send all angels of heaven to nurture life and to take from mothers the hardness of heart that is come from their abuse by this and that and another. To then call mercy's flame the flame of forgiveness, the violet transmuting flame for the melting of that hardness and the restoration of the living, pulsating heart of fire, heart of flesh, immaculate heart of a mother's eye that sees only the beauty of her child and protects her precious one and does not allow the world to tear that child from her breast or from her womb. Of course, I stand against abortion and the aborting of life and the mission of a soul. Of course, I do, for I know that in every child that is aborted, there is a Christ potential, and there is a mission. There is the aborting of a divine plan, for God has ordained the birth of souls in that special timing when that soul may come into life with her group, with all of the many who formed a part of ancient civilizations where karma was made together. There is the law of generations that come under the influence of the signs of the stars and the planets. Generations of people who must be born together, play together, grow up together, learn together, and take dominion over the earth together as their elders grow old and pass to them the torch of civilization. Where are they? I cry out to you. I cry out on behalf of 29 million souls whose mission has been aborted in this nation alone. I speak in their defense for this messenger gives me a mouthpiece and voice. I cry out to you and I tell you, a soul is a living heart and a soul has full conscious awareness even in the hour of conception of being in life. And have you not seen the films of the soul swimming in the womb, dancing for joy and performing even pirouettes? Have you not seen the joy that takes place in the womb of the mother? Therefore pray for those whose hardness of heart passed on generation to generation has allowed them to silence the heartbeat and the cry of the child within. This child within is part of mother, part of father, is life that is sacred. I am not old-fashioned. I am a realist, and I tell you the realities of the karma of abortion. If abortion has entered your life, I say, call upon the violet flame for the healing of the soul in pain, for its mission cut off. Call on the law of forgiveness for yourself. 
Do not condemn yourself, for I, Mary, do not condemn you, but I urge you to seek early, serving life and caring for children, and in due course that you might have a family and bring in those souls that may have been aborted through ignorance and in an hour when you were distraught, faced with the choices of life. Blessed ones, America is not fulfilling her mission because millions of souls are not in life, are not growing up, are not taking their positions by your side, whose twin flame has been aborted, whose children to be, whose loved ones are not here. Do you sometimes look around and say, where is, what's his name? What's her name? She should be here. Where is he? I will tell you where they are. They are waiting in the wings of life, in the heaven world, for parents to welcome them, that even belatedly they might take up their mission. I will not dwell upon this, for I desire not to burden you, but to enlighten you, yet this is one of the grave realities of our time. I come then with profoundest concern for all children of earth, and I ask you to champion their cause, for they are the seed of the woman and that seed of the little child. So often the child is defenseless. Who defends the child and the right of that child to learn, to breathe, to enjoy, to be carefree, to not be hungry? Who will defend the child? This is the defenseless of the entire population of the planet. Yes, beloved, my angels come. Archangel Michael's angels come in the defense of the child. May you come to their aid no matter what your profession. May you make time for children. Make time for the children. Make time for them. They need your love so desperately. And in their little souls and in their little hearts, they pray to God for deliverance. Let the light be upon you now. Let the light of your mission. I blaze the light upon your own childhood, and I send waves of healing for all hurt that may have been upon you. And you who are the strong and you who are the whole, may you take in your arms many, for this is an age for the succoring of life. Now our angels come. They come in myriad numbers, clustering around you, tapping you on the shoulder and saying, Remember me? I am your cohort of light. I was there when you were born. I have tended you. I have been with you. Come, I will show you the next step. Feel the love of God in the angelic hosts. They are real, I promise you. We are real, we are ready, and we are determined that this civilization will not go down for this or that darkness that has penetrated. 
for the judgments of the Lord Christ shall ultimately come for the binding of the rebel angels, and life will ease up as you move into the 21st century. But now in these years to come, nine years and more from this hour, you will find challenges supreme. I come then for your strengthening, for your determination, and to give you my promise that I, Mary, shall come to you and care for you as I have cared for my son, Jesus. So call to me, for I am your mother of love, most approachable and never condemning. No, you are not sinners. You may be ignorant. You may have gone this or that side of the law, but in you... Is that divine being you are and have ever been from the beginning? Remember I am Mary. I hold the immaculate concept for your victory. I am your mother cheering you on. I will not leave thee, O oh my sons and daughters. Hmm. Please stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks, everyone, for staying with us. Today, we are talking about life. Life as God, life as opportunity. And we understand that life is a process, and every step of the way, we are making life choices. Indeed. Yeah. So, in terms of the incremental nature of this. Well, you know, I I think when we hear a message such as we did from, from Mother Mary... You know, it, we can't allow it to become overwhelming. And I especially, I think, for people that are perhaps re- receiving this illumination about abortion for the first time and understanding the consequences of it, it, it can be overwhelming. So don't let that happen to yourself. Obviously, take it to heart. But, you know, we talk about the spiritual path, and it is, it's incremental. You know, you do what you can each day. And naturally, you start with the things that are most in front of you. And these could be lifestyle choices. You know, we make examples for our children, for other people. What we do, they look upon us, well, it must be all right because my father does it, my mother does it, or someone else does it. So choosing life in the terms of the way we eat and the terms of how we live our lives and the use of substances that we know aren't really good for us but give us a temporary surcease from the pain, such as alcohol, drugs, marijuana, you know, and, and we could go on and on. I know we've had a show about marijuana. The subtlety of the death culture is embodied in marijuana, you know. And so all these things make a difference to how we live. And so, so be, we begin somewhere and understanding it. And uh, every change you make, even a small one, can be a positive thing that will take you to the next step. You know, I want to make an editorial comment here about the nature of the content that we share in this show. We really don't try to pull punches. There's a lot of things here that we, you know, we firmly believe we practice as much as we can in our lives, and we stumble and fall occasionally. But we don't want to make it sound like we are pointing any fingers at anybody. That the message underlying everything we talk about is hope, and joy, peace, and harmony, love, serenity—all those things. I mean, ultimately, what we recognize is that we're on an upward path. And that the choices we make every day either propel us on that path or sometimes they hold us back from moving forward on that path. And that's what we're talking about. This the whole idea of life being an incremental experience, it's absolutely true. And this is not something that you're not aware of. But what we're talking about here is recognizing the, the, the value in each moment that we're given, the value of the opportunities that we're given. This is, these are golden opportunities. And we don't get, we don't get a whole bucket full of them. We may have a limited amount or quantity of these, so take advantage of every single one. And I think what we're saying is, you know, you've heard the message of the world. You know, yeah. It's pretty loud, as I mentioned. <laughs> you know, if you watch a football game, you know what the message of the world is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so hear the message of God and the ascended masters. And then, of course, you have your free will to make whatever choice that may be. But I think what happens is, and we've, we've kind of talked about this before, is when people leave the screen of life, and let's face it, we're all going to be leaving at some point <laughs> yeah. the physical plane. Uh, and they, they review their life before the, the spiritual overseers knows the karmic board. Many times there's great regret because of missed opportunity and choices they could have made. Mm-hmm. And even saying, oh, if I'd only known, I would have done better. Mm-hmm. And you know there's truth in that for many souls. They mm-hmm. would have done better had they known. So be open and willing to hear not only the radio program, but more importantly, the voice of, of God within your heart mm-hmm. that either resounds that this is true or whatever. But I think it's, you know, as, as ta- you mentioned, Tom, 
we don't pull any punches. And these are big issues, and they're important issues. But, you know, the ascended masters have taught these things because they want us to be free. They want us to, you know, balance karma instead of make it. But they want us to have the opportunity and others to have the opportunity. And so if we understand that, it changes the whole equation of how we look at life. And, you know, and here's another thing that I know you have said this on many occasions, Sid, that um, we're not worthless sinners. I mean, the, what, what the Blessed Mother said, we don't condemn you. Yeah. You know, you are forgiven. Uh, but you have to take advantage of the opportunity to, to revel in that forgiveness and move forward. Don't go back into the same blindness. Go, don't go back into the same hole that you may have been in before in terms of your ignorance. That this is a chance for you to recognize the true innate value that you have. There's that saying that, Lord, I am worthy. Make, Make me, me worthier, worthier still. still. Yeah. We are worthwhile. We have value. And I think that's something that we sometimes forget when we feel ourselves making a mistake or we did something that we feel like, oh, that can't be forgiven. Not true. Yeah, and the, just the very word ignorance, you know, well, what are you, some sort of an ignorant fool, you know, or whatever. But mm-hmm. ignorance comes from ignoring. So it's the ignoring of the law of the universe, of the universal truths mm-hmm. of which we speak, which are ancient. ancient. This is nothing new. These yeah. are ancient, ancient teachings. And, of course, what the fallen angels would like to do is they'll remind you all the time of your <laughs> sins. Yeah. And, um, you yeah. know, and... Some of them are so minute that they, you know, for some people they run out of big ones, so they have to go to the small ones. But you know what? Yes, I have sinned. Yes, I make mistakes. And chances are before the day is over, I'll make a few more. (laughs) But I'm striving to do the very best I can. God is in me. I am worthy of forgiveness. I am worthy of balancing my karma. Isn't that an exciting thought? It is a very exciting thought. And, and, you know, and I really like the tone of Mother Mary's message because it was so sweet and Mm non-condemning. And uh, just really precious. And one other thing that she said, and you mentioned this during the break, Sid, about the angels are always with us. Yeah. They are real. And what you mentioned was how many times have we been told by angels such as Archangel Raphael that I've saved your bacon. You didn't know it. <laughs> you were doing something, and, you know, I pulled your, your, your buns out of the fire. Yeah, <laughs> so let's, let's show a little gratitude, yeah. you, know, and we, you know. And, again, all you have to say is God help me, and the angels will be there. Indeed, you know, it doesn't take much at all. And, you know, we have a brand new book. It's about to be released on the market almost any day now. And you can go to Amazon and see whether or not that ticker is ticking down to the day of publication or actually being available. It's called Talk with Angels. It's by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And it is a series of beautiful messages and dictations from the archangels. It's, it's a fantastic book. It's just phenomenal. And it is the title is Talk with Angels. You know, feel free to go to Amazon, take a look at it. You'll see the cover there, and it'll probably have a date that says available X. Right now, I think it says November 6th, if I'm not mistaken, but I think it's going to be sooner than that. So get in line. It's a book you'll, you'll treasure. <laughs> and you had some other books that you had mentioned before we went on the air. That Well, I think in terms of understanding life, you know, as, as Mother Mary talked about, the importance of opportunity and of group souls that need to be together. That was a great point she you know, made about that. And Where so is forth? so-and-so? We have a yeah. couple of things that I think might be of interest you. One is we have a book that's called um, uh, Wanting to be Born, and that's available uh, on our website, which tells the story of a soul and the need to get born and so forth. We have another one called Nurturing Your Baby's Soul. And what's interesting about this is you nurture your baby's soul in the womb. Mm-hmm. That's where you begin, or even before conception. Right. When you, and, and that's a, an amazing <laughs> teaching, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So th- there's a lot of things available. And if anyone you know is considering abortion or, or needs an understanding, there's a website called soulchoice.org. 
And that has the whole explanation of karma reincarnation and how abortion affects it. So that's soulchoice.org. You know, again, we, we, we cover this topic in many ways at many different times. But the idea of having opportunity to balance our karma, this is huge. I mean, we're given, you know, as we know, a little segment or maybe not so little increment of our karma every day. And for those of us who practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, we know that we can transmute that karma through the violet flame. We have tools. We have ways in which we can deal with these karmic situations that come to us every day. But a lot of people don't have that. And we'd like to give them that. You know, that yeah. the violet flame is something that everybody can use right now. And we have the violet flame to heal body, mind, and soul. We've mentioned that before. It's a little pocketbook you can carry with you wherever you go, but it's just a wonderful resource for how to use that practical tool to do just what we're talking about, transmute and balance your karma and take advantage of the opportunities you are given to advance your soul and the pathway home to the heart of God. Well, well, think of people that may use alcohol or drugs or whatever as an escape. And if they suddenly realize, you know what, I don't have to escape. There is a way spiritually to deal with this mm-hmm. pain I have. And, of course, even Mother Mary talked about therapy. If you, if you were mistreated as a child, you know, I need to work on that. It just doesn't go away. And so, but suddenly there's a way to deal with it other than ignoring it or sublimating it and living in the world of illusion, which a lot of people do because they don't know better. Well, we know better by God's grace, and everyone that can have this teaching, again, they can make their free will choice mm-hmm. whether they want to make the effort or they want to continue in the world of illusion. But I'll refer to why make the effort. You know, I've got so much karma, you know, it's just too much effort. Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't have to balance it in one day. You just start somewhere and you build upon it. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the story that I love about uh, an individual who had tremendous karma and was trying to decide whether you were to deal with it or not. And he said "Well, to Mrs. Prophet, well, why should I bother? I've got so much karma. What's the use? And her response was, for the joy of overcoming. <laughs> yeah. So God's patient. He'll wait with you if you have to take start baby steps or little steps. But wow, what happens when that all of a sudden you overcome something, you, you renew something, you choose life, and you feel that joy and that flame of who you really are and the potential of who you really are and those around you. And I've got to tell you, you become filled with love, as Mother Mary said, for the children and everyone and you want to continue to grow, and you'll build a momentum, and that momentum by itself will take you where you need to go to fulfill all things. And it is a momentum of joy. Yeah, of light. I, I was just thinking, too, you know, think about patting a little baby on your shoulder trying to get that burp out of it. <laughs> and here is a, an award-winning, Nobel-winning uh, physicist, in your hand. Right. <laughs> these are these souls who she referred to. They could, there's, there's whole groups of them. I mean, there could be a group of souls the size of the United States of America that's not here that could be absolutely changing the world. Yeah. Right. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, tying that into the subject of karma, yeah. there are a lot of souls in our, our, call it our group, who we have karma with. And if, we, if they're not there or here to help us balance that karma, what can we do? Yeah, I mean, maybe the three of us, you know, we had an, a radio show in Atlanta, so maybe it wasn't of the highest nature. Who knows? Well, we had to come back and balance that, and God has given us that opportunity. <laughs> I've got to contemplate that thought. There's probably sports talk radio. <laughs> well, oh but, but coming back to the reality of that very point is that there are groups, I mean, not group souls, there are individuals who need to have somebody else in embodiment who they have planned to be here with. We have a mandala. We have a mandala. That's right. And and so many of these young children, no wonder they 
are taking their lives or whatever. I mean, it was just a, oh, a very gosh. sad story the other night, you know? I mean, it just goes and goes, you know? Oh, to that, I mean, because that's, their that's, friends aren't here. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, they're feeling bereft. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Well, this is a, as always, it's a rich vein. But you know what? Topic. Again, we want to reiterate, we as individuals can do something about this. We can become some, begin somewhere. And that's the important thing. And you'll have a new self-respect for yourself because you're choosing life. And it's going to feel good. And i got to tell you, you're solely thrilled. And we, as you're right, we have the choice to be in service to life. And there's many ways that can be done. Well, on that note, let's take a break, a short break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes, and we'll finish this topic off. Uh, life is God, life is opportunity, and all the joy involved in building that momentum. Absolutely. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Thanks everyone for staying with us. We're back for our final segment today. I'm Tom Schumacher, and he is Terry Kennedy. And I'm still Sid Bennett. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> and we are happy to be here, believe me. Um, one of the things we've just, one of the threads woven through our talk today about life being opportunity is that we all have a divine blueprint to fulfill, and there's no time to lose. we got to get on this. I think the word hmm. you used was late. We are late. Yes, that's right. We are about 2,000 years late. Yeah, and Mother Mary says America isn't fulfilling her destiny. Yeah. So how late is that? What, what does that mean? Well, I think it probably means that we are the, the beacon for others to follow if you mm-hmm. don't mean to be uh, overly... Well, that's what well, we're intended we are, to be. That's uh, what America is the I am race. Yeah. yeah. And, and not just America, but every country around the world has people with the I am presence, the, right. the light within them. Right. And the, the, the culture of the planet today, especially in Western nations, is so anti-God in many ways that um, people believe the lie, you know, and um, they just get separated from God because no one's told them. Then the wrong diet, uh, you know, the music, which, which, you know, 
is hard on the chakras, and uh, we've talked about this, the drugs, yeah. alcohol, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, you know, it's a culture of death. There's a culture of death out there, and as we mentioned, you know, it's very subtle. You know, sugar, you know, even mainstream authorities are re- realizing that extreme danger in the nature of sugar in people's bodies over time mm-hmm. and so forth. So there's a chemical nature of, of, of choosing death. And it, there's also a death culture, you know, eat, drink, and be merry. I mean, how many people, you know, expose that? Well, let's go and get drunk this weekend, you know, and then we'll go <laughs> back to work Monday. Right. You know, True. because they're, they're looking for something they don't have. They're looking for the mother. And some people even do bad things, as Mother Mary suggested, to make the mother pay attention to them. Well, there's, there's the pain of separation. Yeah. You know, this is numbing a pain, that this separation from the mother. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and how how far back does this go? Lemuria, Atlantis, you know, and so these are ancient records in us that... You know, I'm thinking of the quote from one of the masters, which is, kind words heal. And sometimes a soul doesn't need an admonition, they need kind words, as, as Mother Mary, the tenderness to a soul. And we all have to start there, you know, and, and I think we cry out to the Divine Mother, you know, I'm in pain, and, you know, help me to be at peace and know that I'm loved. And that, you know, that's where you got to start. Know that God loves you, that this is not something you have to wait, you know, 100 years before you'll feel God's love, even though you may have 100 years worth of karma or 10 years or whatever. It can start today. And so it's the set of the sail. It's a fire and determination that says, boy, God, I've kind of blown it up to now. But you know what? I'm not going to get under condemnation. I'm not going to belittle myself or take the easy way out. I'm going to take responsibility and I'm going to begin with the little things, whatever that is, and I'm going to build upon those. And you study to show yourself approved, because if you have knowledge, then you could use knowledge in your life. And therefore, it's easier to take those steps that are coming to you for your spiritual growth and progress. I mean, just the use of the violet flame, mm-hmm. you know, it can, it can transmute burdens and weights upon you that you've carried for so long, and in conjunction with therapy and the things you need to do in the physical plane for your health, you can change your life dramatically in a very short period of time. You know, one of the wonderful things we, we understand from the teachings is that as we do this kind of prayer work, violet flame decrees, etc., we build a momentum. We also build a reservoir. Yeah. You know, so that when times get tough, we, we hit a patch where it's really, really difficult, we can call upon that momentum that we've established, and it can be there to benefit us. Yeah. Or, or a loved one. Oh, that we, we can share it. Yeah. So we do build up the light. You know, the masters do that, too. They, they accumulate light from our decrees and save a certain amount for emergency situations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. one of the things also, by, I'm sorry, Terry, just hold that thought. Okay. When you're going back to this concept of building momentum, you know, doing this thing by decrees, by degrees. <laughs> That's degrees. actually by doing it by degrees. <laughs> that we, the, the masters caution us not to storm heaven. That at a certain point, you will feel the value and the joy of that momentum. You may want to go too fast. Be patient. Even though I just said a moment ago, there's no time to lose. Well, there's no time to be in too big a hurry either because you want to take the steps that are necessary for your soul's initiation. You want to build the foundation necessary to withstand, you know, those difficult days of karma or challenges in the world because the world is going to need you. They're going to need your strength. They're going to need your stability. They're going to need the light that you carry in your aura. And you're not alone. When you feel under duress, under pressure, under attack even, the angels are there to help you as well. You simply have to call to them. And, and you know, I was just reading uh, the teachings on uh, retaining your harmony, uh, <laughs> how that will, that will alter the whole equation of terrorism and fear that's uh, rampant in the world today. Yeah. And my thought uh, earlier was um, 
One of the easiest ways for people to get started, and maybe you can tell them where they can find this, is just simply to give this short rosary. Yeah, the trails. It's the sweetest thing to do. You yeah. can find yourself running down the freeway and just all of a sudden, just hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Well, that's a, that's a great tip because I think, you know, if you go to the website, tsl.org, yeah. and you go to the bookstore section, you can just simply type in the search bar, children's or child's rosary. And you'll get a copy of that. It's a very that. simple, sweet way to start. It takes 15 minutes. Yeah. Start it, to you know, I remember years ago a dictation by Mother Mary, and she said, you know, when you're making tea in the afternoon to sit down with a friend, she said, make a cup for me and I will join you. <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I mean, this is the Divine Mother. And yeah. she, she also tells a story of being in the playground with children. And she said, a lot of young children can see her still. Mm-hmm. And she'll be on the teeter-tarter with them. And she says, <laughs> oh. she says they always laugh at my robes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how... You know, Mother Mary is known as probably one of the most practical ascended masters. And so this is not some, you know, etheric dream world. This is the reality of day-to-day practicality of raising a family, of the dog barking, you know, the, the washing machine breaking down, the kids screaming. You know, Mother Mary's there if we'll ask her to be there. And she said, I will not leave thee. Yeah. And we, uh, when, uh, when Mother Mary gave that teaching about inviting her to tea, I remember shortly thereafter, I went and bought one of these little Demictas uh, cups. <laughs> we have it in our kitchen today, and we keep it filled with water, but it's just a reminder. You're not going to give her a big cup. It's got to be small. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I should get no, the biggest one I can it's find. It's the quality, not the quantity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm teasing. But, you know, it's, it's the consciousness. Mother Mary can sit and have tea with me. Yeah. And then you open up your heart. You can yes. talk to her. This is my burden of my heart today. This is the Divine Mother that has such a great love that she can encompass us all. She can comfort us. She can, she can succor our soul and not allow us to remain in the depths of despair, but say, child, daughter, son, you can overcome these things. Here are the tools to do so. You must win your own victory, but you're going to have angels and masters that are not only rooting for you, but working for you as you go forward. And so it's not a, a gift that was just given to us of the ascension or like they taught the traditional teaching on Jesus, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven. But they are cheering us on. There's an amphitheater of angels watching you each day and cheering you if you will ask their help and encouragement. But this is our day and our hour on the stage of life. And we must fulfill our role and we must win that victory. But God is there to help us. We've got to make the choices. We've got to choose life. We've got to use the tools that we know about but wow, this is why we came. Indeed. And you know what else? Our souls have in their memory banks the memory of walking and talking with the masters and with the angels yeah. in physical reality. Yeah. And we can still approximate that by talking with them whenever we want to. You, so know, you, you need a friend, you need something so to if you sit down, So if you sit down and have tea with Mother Mary, <clears throat> she, will trans, she will transmit a thought to you, oh. which will be the solution for the problem which you are facing right that moment. We're not alone. Or you know what? Even just her heart will take your pain and transmute it. Right. I mean, maybe nothing else than that. It will lift your burden a little bit. And this is what a mother does. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is so beautiful about this, is that we have with us right now in this moment the most incredible love of the mother accessible to us any moment. So, you know, with some of the harshness of of the topic of today... Uh, we have nothing but sweetness and joy and violet flame and the Holy Spirit, and w- these are all the solutions to these problems. And if you have children, 
Mother Mary recommends you give the rosary every day in the morning because then you have the presence of the Divine Mother with you as you're dealing with children. Maybe some of the frustrations of raising children, all of us are parents, so we know what those are, yeah. will be you know, softened a little bit. Yeah. And we won't use that harsh word when it wasn't necessary. Well, there are times when it's difficult to say thank you to, for the opportunities that we've been given because some of them are pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. But if we learn to be grateful for the opportunities that we have, we take full advantage of the opportunity we're given. You know, we can rail against our fate if we want to, but it doesn't get us anywhere. You know, we have a mother who loves us. Just recognize and appreciate the fact that this opportunity is something we can be grateful for because it advances us. And she will meet us where we are, and she doesn't condemn us. So don't allow condemnation of any kind in your world. Uh, you know, I Tom, think... What's that? It's time we have to go. <laughs> oh, no. What's the deal? We're just getting started. I know. Well... Thank you again, all of you, for being with us today as we've talked about life and God and opportunity and mother and angels. Ah, It's such a rich vein. Of course, we could talk about it all day long. But thank you again for being with us. We are very grateful. And um, Terry, what can we tell them about where they can give us their ideas? Well, they can can email us at webradio at email, uh, uh, webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio (laughs) at tsl.org. Thank you. Yes, and please, your ideas, suggestions, concerns, whatever you want, please let us know what's on your heart, and we'll do our best to respond. And we love you all. And we, we do. And as we like to say, and we will say again, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.